Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications connect to more it's gonna be a great thursday thanks so much for tuning in to nuanas now 1029 espn missoula most of the time you're watching in statewide television on swx montana tv but not quite today the great falls chargers the billings royals in the midst of a american legion game and uh, so our great partners at swx continue to bring you great live sports from all different levels of sports across the state of montana so uh, from time to time we won't be on the tv but if you want to see us You still can. Just go to our YouTube channel, N-U-A-N-E-Z. That'll get you there. Please subscribe. It's been awesome to see the uh, subscriptions grow on our YouTube channel as we've continued to try to build that thing up. And great job, Tommy and the engineering guys in the back for getting the graphics all smoothed out. People uh, only subscribe to that channel because of my music commentary. Well, that's true. Well, And and when you turn the camera on and they can see how actually short you are in real life. (laughs) I think it's... uh, I think it's fascinating for people to see Tommy with his uh, his childlike face and his grown man radio voice. But uh, here nor there, please go subscribe to our YouTube channel. You want to be involved in the show, 406-888-1029. You can shoot us a text or call us. That's 888-1029. All guests join us via the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. Got a lot to get to today. We're going to get things started off with our latest edition of our Senior Spotlight Series, which we do each summer, highlighting some of the best senior athletes from around the state of Montana. It's been awesome because the first four installments of our Senior Spotlight so far have featured Missoula kids, and we are obviously broadcasting in Missoula. So uh, it's been awesome to have them actually come in studio live and see what we got going on here at ESPN. Beckett Arthur will join us here in just a quick moment. Recently named the Gatorade Player of the Year for boys soccer in the state of Montana. He's headed to Whitworth next year, and so we'll get into all that as well. Also, top of the hour, happy to welcome back a good friend of mine, Katie Bussey, one of my favorite Bobcat basketball players I ever covered. She was one of the great Montana State women's players. 
uh, in, of the last decade and honestly of all time. She's the second leading scorer in program history. She just finished up a nine-year professional career overseas. She's now back on Trisha Binford's staff, so a full-time assistant. And uh, that will uh, it'll be interesting to see how she transitions to coaching because I think she's going to be a great one. So she'll join us around 5 o'clock. And then usually on Tuesdays we do the business angle with Justin Angle, University of Montana uh, business professor. But Justin was on the road earlier this week, so he will join us here today live for a business angle, which is an overlay between business and sports. And then, of course, it's a Thursday as well. So that means Carolyn, our resident chick who doesn't know sports, will be swinging by uh, to give you some analysis on LeBron James and uh, Novak Djokovic and everything in between as well. But now we have to get this thing kicked off. We haven't actually had a senior spotlight lead the show, but this is awesome to lead the show with this. Beck and Arthur joining us in studio. He is a, I guess now you could say, Missoula Hellgate alum, right? You're graduated now, right, man? Yeah, that's right. Just newly newly graduated a couple weeks ago. So how does that sound, to actually say that you're an alumni of someone? That's kind of weird, right? It's really weird. I mean, I've said it a couple times with some friends and some, some family members, but it doesn't kind of feel real. It just kind of feels like I'm still in high school, but... Yeah. Well, it, it'll be exciting to see how your future progresses. The Senior Spotlight, by the way, presented in part by Palmer's Drug. You go out of your way to buy local when it comes to what you eat. You go out of your way to drink local when it comes to local beers. You try to support local businesses at every turn, so why not make the effort and visit a local pharmacy? Palmer's Drug of Missoula is a pharmacist-owned establishment that can take care of all your needs more efficiently than any of the corporate chains. When you think local, think local pharmacy at Palmer's Drug, located at Southwest Higgins. Let's start with the news of the week. Earlier this week, you were named the Montana Gatorade Player of the Year in boys soccer. I don't think it was a surprise for anybody that followed soccer across the state of Montana. The Hellgate boys continued their, uh, I mean, quite frankly, dynasty, uh, fourth state title in in five seasons, and you were a leader of that team and and one of the best soccer players in the state, but still must have been a great honor for you when you heard the news. What was your reaction? Yeah, uh, I mean, obviously it was a huge honor to find out I had won the award. Uh, Definitely kind of, I wasn't really expecting it. It kind of came late because the season was in the the fall, so it was kind of came like all of a sudden. But uh, I remember getting some texts from coaches for high school and for club, like congratulating me. I was like, oh, wow, like this just happened. So like just super excited to hear that. I mean, yeah, it's like all the hard work that got put in. Like this was kind of like my goal from the beginning, like to be able to accomplish something like that. And It was interesting the timing of the release of these awards, though, because all the fall sports were released this week, too. I was thinking that same thing. I was thinking, did I miss something? Did I miss the the spring soccer season? Because there was a spring soccer season for the college level, but uh, it was a little bit weird. But here nor there, tell us about just competing in the fall, because I know that um, the pandemic was obviously a tough thing for everybody to deal with. There was a lot of um, anxiety about if sports were going to happen. We got it done in Montana when it came to fall sports. But I know it took a lot for you guys to be able to get all your matches in and, and you know make sure you're not sick and you don't want to be spreading it but you also don't want to have you know key players out so just tell us about sort of the the elements that all went into your guys' undefeated run to the state championship at Missoula Hellgate yeah uh I mean we kind of went to every game thinking like this could be our last game like we had to live that mentality and uh we had to just give it all like every single game like we just put our hearts out on the field and uh every practice we worked our butts off and uh, I mean, there were a lot of scares. Like personally, like a couple days before the state final, actually, I was put in quarantine. Oh man! And uh, you're probably freaking out as a senior, right? Yeah, 
Yep. So, uh, and there was snow over the ground here. So it actually got pushed back. And I was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for that. Right. Uh, I was, I was obviously cleared and I was able to play, but I mean, there's a lot of little scares like that, but I mean, I guess it just kind of came down to us to like focusing and staying on track and like not getting freaked out and just like, kind of like I said, like putting it all on the line, like in practice and in game and just enjoying it and having fun. So senior spotlight presented in part by McElmurray Holmes. Beck and Arthur joining us in studio. He's a recent graduate of Missoula Hellgate and the Gatorade Player of the Year in boys soccer. Hellgate 17-0-1 this year, undefeated. Third championship in the last four years. I think maybe sixth in the last uh, nine. I mean, it's, it's been a great run by Hellgate. And Coach Anderson's done a phenomenal job over there. Jay Anderson, who's been the longtime coach at Missoula Hellgate. But why? Why, why is Hellgate so good? I mean, what have you guys, how you found this formula? Because you guys were basically unbeatable for your whole high school career. Uh, I mean, kind of like awe to Jay, like he's an awesome coach, but I think also a lot of it goes to uh, the chemistry of our team because a lot of us have been playing together for 10 years, 10 plus years on uh, different club teams. And I think that kind of helped us because we went into the season, like each season, like knowing each other and how we play. And we kind of just, and Jay knew that because he was also coached us on the club level too. So he kind of knew our style of play, and we knew his, so we kind of all meshed together, and we were able to play super good right off the bat. How would you describe Hellgate Stocks? I got the chance to come out and watch you guys uh, one time this year. You guys play a beautiful style, but it seemed like the style that Hellgate plays really accentuated and emphasized your abilities as well. So how did you sort of fit in to what Hellgate did, and how would you sort of describe just the, the style of soccer that Hellgate plays? Uh, yeah, I mean, we really like to possess the ball. We like to hold on to it as much as possible. So we, we like, keep calm. We swing it around the back. We like to use our center backs and our defense a lot. And then our goal is to get it into the midfield, which is where I play and a couple other guys, and we're able to spring balls out wide and uh, just dangerous attacks. Like, we just, like, are calm and collected until we know we need to attack. And then we have some pretty phenomenal strikers and wings that are able to go and get the ball in either back to the midfield or to our striker. When it comes to um, – I know the one thing that's cool for, for guys around the state of Montana that are, like, football players, basketball players, they look up to the Grizz, they look up to the Bobcats. There's not men's soccer at the college level in Montana, but the women's soccer team is damn good. So do you monitor that at all? And if so, I mean, what do you think of just sort of the success that they've had? Because the style you just described, that's kind of how they play too. Yeah, I mean, for sure we look at – I know Jay actually references their team a lot because they play, like you said, very similar to us. Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, they I feel like they kind of have it like more dialed in. Like if you watch their games, like they're able to possess the ball really well. And uh, I think that's kind of just, like, the end goal. And, like, if you look at, like, the college level or, like, the pro level, like, that's what they're really good at, like, holding it in the middle and, like, possessing it in the back. And so I think, like, having them, like, we've come and watched some of their games, like, to get, like, ideas of what we're supposed to do. And I think that's just, like, kind of the idea of what our entire team's based off of. It, is, it has been cool to watch the rise of that program, too, under Christian Davidsky. I know Mark Pecoris set the table there, but... Uh, they've been really dang good since Chitavisky took over uh, two NCAA tournaments in the last three years. So uh, definitely something for Missoula and the state of Montana to be proud of. Beckett Arthur joining us. It's our senior spotlight presented in part by Blaine McElmurray and McElmurray Holmes. Blaine McElmurray knows what it takes to become a small-town Montana kid who makes it at the college level. He was a Troy, Montana native 
who rose up to become an All-American safety for the Grizz on UM's 1995 National Championship team. He's used those values in his work with McElmurray Homes, Missoula's highest quality custom residential construction company. Since 2003, McElmurray Homes has helped contract and subcontract some of the Garden City's finest houses. McElmurray Homes is committed to offering quality customer service, quality products, and the best prices throughout any project. And McElmurray Homes is also a proud supporter of local high school athletes around the state of Montana. Let's talk about your choice to play soccer in college because you were actually an outstanding basketball player as well, and you've been a part of Hellgate's uh, great run these last couple years. So uh, did you have any opportunities to play basketball in college? Uh, not not really. I mean, I also wasn't, like, looking too much. Right. I knew, like, soccer was definitely my passion. But, I mean, there were definitely many moments where I thought, like, maybe I could, like, try to play basketball because I really loved playing basketball. I mean, especially with the successful seasons that we, that I got to be part of, I was blessed to be part of. But uh, I definitely knew that soccer was my passion, so I kind of focused on that and had a basketball as like an off-season because basketball and soccer really complement each other, so it was a really good off-season sport. That, that is an, an interesting one, too, because a lot of times uh, the, the crossovers between football and basketball, just because of the size element of things, but football and basketball have really nothing in common in terms of the games, right? But soccer and basketball are sort of common in terms of the, the improvisation and the way you move the ball and, and some of the defensive stuff as well. So did you see that? I mean, did you see the fact that one kind of helped the other cross-training-wise? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think court vision is a huge thing in basketball. Like, if you look yeah. at, like, the pros, like, the best players have, like, really great court vision. And I think, like, the court vision and the field vision are very similar because, like, you're trying to get the ball from one side of the field or one side of the court to the other. And uh, I think that playing basketball actually has helped me, like, dramatically in soccer because, like, playing it to the wings is exactly like passing it to a to a two or a three in basketball and uh a lot of other aspects of the game kind of complement that, but I mean, yeah, I can definitely see the crossover a lot. This last couple of basketball seasons, take us through that because you guys, Hellgate goes undefeated two years ago, heartbreaking ending right before the state championship gets called off, and then you rally back and have a good year this year. The state championship still elusive, but uh, must have been great to just at least get back out on the court. Yeah, I mean, definitely from that brutal, I, I was just like. That season last year, that undefeated season, like there's just some incredible players on that team. For sure. I mean, it was one of the best teams in Montana history, right? I mean, Raleigh Wooster, Abe Johnson, I mean, uh, it, uh, an awesome team for sure. Yeah. I mean, just like being part of it was such an incredible experience, and to have it all like kind of come down like that was just like awful. And not being able, I think the worst part for me personally, like obviously I wanted to play in that state final game, but like not being able to see the guys like after for like multiple months was just like, right. horrible. Yeah. And so, I mean, getting back on the court, like again, like it kind of felt like weird. Like that first game was kind of like surreal because it was like I was here like last year and it was a heartbreaking, like super, like not negative, but super sad experience. And like being able to finish the season out completely was just like a, re- a huge relief and exciting. So coming into this soccer season, you guys were absolutely the favorites. Did you feel pressure from that? And how were you able then to, to not let that pressure get to you and go undefeated? Yeah. Well, there's always that pressure. Hellgate kind of has always had their like, right. That every team always gives Hellgate their best game because they always want to knock us off because like kind of like you said like the last like six like not six or eight years like we've always been a very solid squad um, so I think that pressure it goes both ways like it's kind of nerve wracking because everyone is going to work their their butts off but it's also like 
we we know that what the expectation is for us this year and we're gonna have to like hold it up and that's why we have to work hard every single day and we just got better because of that expectation because we knew we had to get better and better so do you think that uh Individually, does that that help motivate you as well to, to to know that maybe you could play at the college level? Just the fact that you have been part of a program where excellence is expected. Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel like I was pushed because, like, yeah. I mean, that ex, that excellence that was always expected. Like, lots of kids that come into the program are just like phenomenal soccer players, and they've like built me up like over the years, like. Like personally, like some of the players, like Matt and Cole and Dane, like those, like those guys that are just like phenomenal players. I've just made me like such a better player, just like going against them and getting into tackles with them, and them botting me off the ball because they were bigger than me. Like all those little things kind of like helped prepare me for like bigger things in college and that kind of stuff. So definitely, Beckett Arthur joining us. It's our senior spotlight. He is a recent Missoula Hellgate graduate and the Montana Gatorade Player of the Year. Hey, boys, soccer. Let's talk about the college level. You head to Whitworth. I love Whitworth, man. I uh, I went on a baseball visit there once upon a time. I, I wish I would have gone there. It would have been awesome. Um, I know a lot of people that have had a lot of fun over there, both as a student but also as an athlete. Uh, great sports all the way around. I mean, every, pretty much all the sports that the Pirates offer are, are very good. So take us through the recruiting process and what made you decide to go to Whitworth. Yeah, I mean, definitely there was a lot of – up in the air action especially with covid because uh i wasn't actually allowed to go visit the school until like this year like january february Mm -hmm. to actually go down and like i didn't get my official visit until after i committed like in in march so it was like it was pretty pretty hard to get recruited because there's always like that i want to go here but i haven't actually like met the team and I only met the coach like a couple times. I've had a couple phone calls with him mm-hmm. and stuff, but uh, definitely I did some research and I went. I did go down on an unofficial visit just to kind of see, and it kind of like felt like home for me when I got there. And I finally met the team, and I and I met the coach like again, like more personally. I was like, "Yep, this is definitely this is definitely my place to be." And I actually did when I committed. I actually committed when I was in quarantine oh, wow. one time, and. Uh, I just, I don't know what it was. It just like all kind of clicked for me. Like it was a perfect distance away from home. Uh, they had the academic choice for me. And uh, what do you think for school? Uh, I want to become an athletic trainer. Oh, sweet. Yeah. That's yeah. a great, that's a great major. Yes. Yeah. So I'm super excited for that. So, I mean, that's definitely, that's one of Whitworth's best degrees. Honestly, I actually know several guys that played baseball there that went on to become athletic trainers. So that's, that's right up your alley. That, that'll be Awesome for you. What do you think about just the transition to college life, moving away from Missoula? Are you, were you born here? Mm-hmm. So yeah. you're born and raised in Missoula, so now you're, you're moving to Spokane for the first time. So what do you think of, of that element of things? I'm a little nervous. I mean, it's going to be it's gonna be weird not being in my hometown, but at the same time, I'm really excited to like experience something new. And uh, I love Spokane, So, and it's kind of on the outskirts of Spokane, right. so it's like a really nice area. Uh, and the campus is just like awesome. And so it's like, it kind of gives me that Missoula feel. Sure. Like when I walk around, I'm like, this is kind of like Missoula, which is like what I wanted for sure. But uh, yeah, no, I'm super nervous, but super excited for it. Well, it's very cool for you and uh, it'll be a great experience. And you know, you're not very far from home. You can come on over. Exactly. It, it, it's an easy drive. Uh, you mentioned the, the basketball element of, of some of those great players that you played with. What was it like for you watching Raleigh this last year, because Raleigh Wooster had an outstanding freshman year. I mean, it was, I knew he was good, but I didn't really know that he was going to go down and be like, 
I mean, he was one of the best players in the Mountain West as a true freshman. So, uh, I mean, he was dominant in some games, and it was very fun to, to follow him. But what, what was as somebody that played with him? What'd you think? Ah, uh, man, I, I just remember like watching his first game, and like I remember he dropped like twenty points, and I was like, I had to guard that guy at practice. That, <laughs> right, like. I, I just, I don't know, I was pretty cool, like, watching him, like, I know that guy that's playing out there, and he's doing, like, awesome things, and I was like, I was like, that, that guy's awesome, like, he's so good, and I just felt, like, kind of honored to be able to play on the on For the court sure. with him, and it kind of felt, like, weird to say, like, I played on the same team as this guy that's dropping 20 points in college. Yeah, he was, he's one of those rare guys, too, where he was so special, you could tell early, like, right away, I mean... Yeah. He's eighth. I mean, we're playing down at the peak, and he's like eighth grader. He's just killing like grown men and like former college players. Like you just knew from day one that he was going to be the dude, and so it, it has been cool to watch him evolve. Have you talked to Abe Johnson at all? Because I, I know he went to West Point, but uh, he hasn't been nearly as much in the spotlight because that's just such a grind over there. So we haven't caught up with him in a little while. Have you got a chance to talk to him at all? Yeah, I've been talking. I've been talking with him a little bit. I'm good friends with his brother. Okay, too, so yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he's really. I think he's enjoying it there. I think the the training part of it has been really brutal. But yeah. Also, I think that's expected going to a college like that. For but sure. I also think that he's enjoying the basketball side of it too. It's very, very intense, but it's very like he loves basketball, so it's like it's very good too. Basic training when you're six foot nine is probably not uh, doesn't make it any yeah. easier either. So it'll be interesting. We'll have to circle back around with Abe because we always loved having him on the show. Very thoughtful and uh, articulate kid. So he was always. Um, fun to uh, to hang out with. Got your rooting interest in the NBA playoffs? You been watching the playoffs at all? I have been, yeah, for sure. Who, 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 what do you, what do you think so far? Because it's been a weird playoffs with a lot of the the familiar. I mean, Steph Curry, LeBron James, Damian Lillard. They're not in the playoffs already. So, what have you thought of, of the action so far? Uh, I'm actually really happy with the results that have come. Uh, originally. I used to be I used to be a Lakers fan, but okay. like when they made the trades and everything, I I kind of like left the Lakers. Cause I didn't like like that they tried to make a stacked team. Yeah, and so now I'm kind of going for the Jazz or the Suns. Okay, because I really wanted I really wanted Chris Paul to win win MVP, but obviously he didn't. So I kind of I kind of am going for the Suns more, but I also think Donovan Mitchell is an absolute baller. Yeah, and uh, Rudy, obviously Defensive Player of the Year. So. I, I, I want those two teams to go far. I'm not a Nets fan either. No, see, I, I, I don't do not like, the like the Nets. Either, man. Do not like the yeah, Nets. Yeah, the Nets drive me crazy. Kevin Durant's game the other night was amazing, but yes, uh, but he's he's just so surly and he's just hard to deal with. It is fun though for um, people that are NBA fans that there is sort of some new guys to watch. It isn't the same familiar faces. I mean, obviously James Harden, and Kevin Durant have been there before, but watching Joel Embiid and Trey Young and like you mentioned Donovan Mitchell. Those guys, it has been fun to kind of have some new faces. When are you taking off? When are you taking off to go to Spokane? Uh, I move into the dorms August 16th. So I, it's a little bit earlier than most of the people, but it's like not super early. So What, what, are your, what do you think of uh, just your role on the team? I mean, are they expecting you to play or do you know yet? I mean, are you, are you going to go in there preparing to, to try to compete for a spot? Uh, I definitely, I mean, I don't know. We haven't like talked about it that much. I mean, I've only met the team like once and right. we've been communicating and I've only talked to the coach a little bit, but uh, I'm, I'm expecting to compete for a spot, definitely of playing. Uh, at least I'm hoping. I'm hoping for that. So I know it's going to be hard. I'm not, I know I'm going to have to work hard for it. But I think I think that I'm going to be able to compete for a spot. Well, it should be great. We're excited to follow you. We'll ask you one more question before we get you out of here. Then, 
What's your favorite memory from your high school career at Helga? Because you played in a lot of great games and you won a lot of, of uh, championships and a variety of other accomplishments, both individually and as a team. So what will you remember most, though, by your time as a Knight? Honestly, like, through basketball and soccer, like, I mean, I could say, like, state championships or, like, certain games. But I think, like, the best times were, like, the bus rides. Oh, yeah. Where, oh, like, all hanging out as friends or, like, just getting closer to, like, certain people that I wouldn't expect or, like, even, like, my best friends. Like, just being able to get to hang out more and just, like, play the games that I love with them. Like, like that's irreplaceable. Like, those memories that you make are just, like... You can't you can't find those anywhere. You can't buy that. You just it's it's just like a surreal like surreal moments, and I definitely am gonna miss that. Definitely gonna miss my friends. Well, it'll be fun to get some new teammates, but that's certainly worth remembering. Beckett Arthur joining us. He's a Missoula Hellgate now graduate and the recently anointed Montana Gatorade Player of the Year in boys soccer. It's our senior spotlight presented by Palmer's Drug as well as McElmurray Homes. Beckett, this was awesome, man. Thanks so much for swinging by. Yeah, thank you very much. Nuana is now 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Not on SWX Montana today. The uh, Great Falls Chargers, Billings Royals, playing an American Legion baseball game. Great Falls leads 4-0, bottom of the sixth. So we'll keep you updated if you uh, are, maybe you're already watching on SWX Montana. But either way, we'll keep you updated on what's going on there. We got to get out, though, because our good friend Carolyn, resident chick who doesn't know sports, is going to swing by. She has all sorts of things to talk about. So keep it right here on 1029 ESPN Missoula. After a long couple of months, it's finally feeling like we're getting back to business as usual. But it's not the usual at all. At Missoula's Wingate, we are, as always, committed to giving you a relaxing stay at a great value. But we're also balancing the new guidelines, like maximum pool occupancies and increased disinfecting, to protect your health with a never-ending pledge to make you feel at home when you're not. If you find yourself on the road in the Missoula area, please consider staying with us at Missoula's Wingate. always a good thing. Carolyn's already ready for her week to be over, but uh, she gets off work about noon on Thursdays anyway. So wow, it's a great time to be alive. Hope everybody's enjoying their summer. It's Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports. We do this each and every Thursday here on Nuanas Now. Our good friend Carolyn giving us an update on her perspective of the world of sports that she claims to know nothing about, even though she knows way more than she wants to give herself credit for. Carolyn, what's going on? Well, first of all, I'm offended by your comments. <laughs> I am always working and always closing. It's true. ABC, always be closing. That's true. Carolyn is the superstar salesperson here at Missoula Broadcasting Company. I just prefer to not do it here. That's, that's all. Hey, that's the best kind of salesperson. <laughs> anyway, um, big week in sports. Yes, I'm just kidding. Just, I don't right. know. Um, well, I but, thought you'd be all pumped up about the French Open. You know, I, I am just not. just not into it? I don't like clay. I'll be honest. Mm, it's not my jam. I also um, have had such a busy week that I haven't even had time to look at anything besides TikTok. <laughs> What's going on on the TikTok? I don't know. All sorts of brain numbing stuff. See, that's why I don't have it. I know. Anyway, um, one thing that's exciting right now is the Euro Cup with some soccer. Yep. Um, so that's fun, but kind of scary situation happened during a Dana. Uh, 
Danish? Yeah, but that's not Denmark. Denmark. <laughs> that's right. I was like Danish land. No, Denmark. No, Denmark. Denmark and Finland were playing, um, and a, a Danish player collapsed. Yikes. His heart stopped. Whoa. Is he okay? They had to bring out a defib. Oh, boy. Which, that's really scary. He's only 28 or 29. But one thing that was sort of ama- amazing during the whole process, it was over kind of on the Finland side. So the... the um, People watching, spectators, <laughs> the fans. Sorry. Oh my gosh! Carolyn drove around in circles for about uh, 15 minutes straight today to park in one parking spot yeah. that was open the whole time. So this is the, uh, the this state is, of affairs. This is here. the state of affairs. Um, the heat is melting our brains. The Finland, the spectators offered up their flags to cover this player while he was being worked on, so he had some privacy. Oh boy! The whole stadium was chanting his name. And he's okay, but he does have to undergo heart surgery and get a heart starter or whatever the implant is. He's only 28. Probably never going to play soccer again. No, probably not. Maybe. I don't know. But maybe he can be goalie. Yeah, maybe. That's a bummer. Too bad for him. That's a scary situation. It was really beautiful to see the opposing team, everyone just rooting for him and wanting the best and, you know, helping him out. So, you know, sometimes good things can happen when... People's heart stops. I don't know. Soccer is gaining a lot of momentum. I mean, obviously, it's a it's full. It's the most popular sport globally for sure. But gaining a lot of momentum in America right now because the United States men's team had a great performance in the most recent tournament. I can't remember what the tournament's called, but some sort of Pan American or you know World Cup primer, so to speak. And they were they were really good. And uh, the Several big tournaments are coming up, and then the World Cup, I believe, is next summer. So there's a lot of big things happening with men's soccer right now. So it'll be interesting to follow all of this. The Olympics will have some, which I'm really excited because I think uh, all of my little soccer buddies on Nick's team are pumped to watch some soccer. Nick watches... Uh, his favorite team is in Australia, so he has to watch Mm. those those games on YouTube. How did he determine this? I have no idea. Wow. Well... He wants to move to Australia. That is like his life's goal. What a fantasy for an 11-year-old. Yeah. Yep. How did he even know that? I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't realize that I'm not letting that happen. <laughs> but I'll let him dream until yeah. he's 18. Why? Because it's just too far away? Yes. Right? Oh, yeah. my God. I can't. No. He's supposed to. He promised he would buy the house next door. <laughs> when he was five. We made a deal. So oh I'm holding my. him to that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Super mom's gone bad. Okay. Uh, what else you got? Um, so something happened in Major League Baseball the other night. Not sure if you heard. Okay, tell me about it. Ross Stripling for the uh, he plays for the Blue Jays. Okay. So during a play, the third baseman tried to throw. <laughs> this segment is so funny because it actually <laughs> reveals about how much the uh, ESPN radio guy me doesn't know about sports because I have no idea who this person is. Okay, well, he's on. a baseball player. Yeah, I'm not that. And into he's baseball Canadian. Right now. I've been watching women's high jump like we're uh, seeing the replays of right now in the studio. Well, the pitcher flipped out on the third baseman for not throwing the ball correctly to the first baseman. Okay. And, like, went off on him, lost his mind, totally bad sportsmanship. Even the ESPN commentators were like, oh, whoa. And the... I've seen this happen 
in real life with kids and it grosses me out. I can't even imagine a grown man yelling at his own teammate for making a mistake Yeah, on national television. He apologized to his teammate. He apologized to the whole team and then he made a statement that he's super embarrassed and, you know, he didn't, something just took over. Interesting. Yeah. I do think that baseball, because you're all on the field at the same time and like when a play happens, then there's like this pause. You, you can see the guys freak out on each other way more. I think people would be surprised. Like, in the NBA, guys freak out on each other in every game, probably. Really? Oh, yeah. On their own teammates? For sure. Gross. It's just about the style of leadership, too, though, because some guys are really good at the... I mean, Michael Jordan was freaking out on people all the time, but in a very non... Subtle way? Yeah, yeah not even subtle, just like... Not making a show out of it, just being mm-hmm. stern and demanding excellence. LeBron James is very good at it as well. Chris Paul's very good at it. You know, I am okay with, well, first of all, you know, I think you should say nice try every time. Maybe it's the tennis player <laughs> in me. I have that tennis etiquette. I don't like when I see teammates yelling at each other on the field or on the court or whatever. I don't think that helps matters. I think right. you talk about it after or it's the coach's job to handle it. Sure. I don't like... Granted, I'm mostly seeing it's like 11 year olds doing it, and right. it really annoys me. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's, it is a lot different when it's uh, your job and the way you feed your family as opposed to when you're 11 in Missoula, Montana. Right. But, okay, so this guy got mad, and now he's apologized. Yeah, so, uh, you know. Now he has a moment in the sun. Maybe this is what he needed to do to become relevant, because I've never heard of this person until now. <laughs> well, he's a Blue Jay. He's a Toronto Blue Jay, okay. so... You know, maybe that's... Blue Jays used to be hot. I they know. used to be hot around here, and now that it's, they're not really that relevant of a franchise anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I was, I'm was. just a Cubs girl forever. Those early 90s Blue Jays teams, though, they were like big time. Yeah, I, mean, I do remember that. They won the World that. Series, and I mean, they, they was like a, there was a lot of fans all over the place. Yeah. yeah. There was a lot of Montana people that liked the Blue Jays. Yeah. Well, I should like them being born in Toronto, but... That's right. You're born in Toronto. My brother likes them. Um, he He's a Blue Jays fan, but... I'm well, I'm just a Cubs girl forever. I know you are. Have you I heard? I, I, I have heard. <laughs> do, you, do you still think, do you know anybody that plays for the Cubs? Because the not. only player you know that plays for the Bears is Jim McMahon. I don't know any Cubs players. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, I wish I could help you. I don't, it doesn't matter. I just love Jason Brittany. Hayward still plays for the Cubs. I don't know. What position? Uh, outfield. Oh, see. Yeah, we, we're really struggling when it comes to the old baseball. We need uh, Sean Rainey and Riley Corcoran back in here because. I, I've been trying to get back into baseball. I'm into the Paddleheads. Mm-hmm. Um, have you been? Oh, my gosh. They are killing it. They're killing it. Have you gone to any games? Yeah, I mean, I you've been doing the soccer thing. So well, I've been really listening have to the evenings. games. Oh, right, yeah. Ben's working, right, right, so right. I listen to see how much longer they're going to be so I can Jeff's doing bed. a great job, too. The Jeff Safford voice of the Paddleheads is, is excellent. We are happy to have those games here on ESPN Missoula. And if you can't make it to the park or the Paddleheads are out of town like they are currently, you can always find them here. On 1029 ESPN. And he does a great job actually painting a picture of what's going on. Oh, no question. Yeah. yeah Jeff's mean, very talented. He's, yeah. he's doing a really good job. Yeah. I actually enjoy listening to them. And I don't, I don't, I love going to baseball games. I don't like watching them on TV, but I do enjoy listening to them on the radio because they're just, I don't know. He just does the play-by-play really nicely. He does, for yeah. sure. Nice plug there, guys. Hey, that's wow. right. Chicken Doesn't Know Sports. Good friend Carolyn here on the show with us on Nuanas Now. Hope everybody's having a great Thursday. What else you got? So LeBron James, um, you know, he's vocal. He is. We talked about this yesterday. I can't wait to get your take oh, on this. Oh, okay. So you heard about the injuries and how he's blaming all these injuries on the early start? I, I did. Okay. And he seems to have a lot of opinions about it, which I'm not really sure why he feels the need to talk about it. Well, 
He's not injured. The the, the most un, he is injured. He oh, has my been bad. Injured. Yeah, he has been injured, and they're <laughs> they're out of the playoffs because his best teammate was also injured as well. Oh, okay. See, I mean, right now it, it's I love the NBA, and the NBA is also very fortunate to have the array of stars that it does because any other league, when you talk about LeBron James. Anthony Davis, Steph Curry, Damian Lillard. Those are four of the of the six or eight biggest stars in the league. They're all out of the playoffs already. For most other leagues, that would be a disaster. Like mm-hmm. if, if Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees and all these guys are all out after the first round of the playoffs, the NFL playoffs would not be nearly as popular. But the NBA is lucky that they still have guys like Chris Paul and uh, you know Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, although those guys didn't play well at all last night. Giannis Antetokounmpo, on down the line. Every team has a superstar, so there's still an intrigue. But LeBron is absolutely right in the fact that it is unfair to the fans that, I mean, I think there was a, the count was nine or ten all-star players that made the playoffs that then were hurt during the playoffs. Question. Yeah. How old are these players? Varying degrees. Um, I didn't know if it was all the old man players. No, no. The other thing that I think LeBron James has such a uh, such validity in making these comments is that indisputably LeBron James is the best at taking care of his body of any athlete that's ever participated that's ever performed in professional sports. Better than Tom Brady and his sweet potato. Tom Brady knows how to be like uh, organically skinny. Look at LeBron James. I mean, he is. 280 pounds of solid muscle. I mean, do you have any idea how hard it is to, to not get hurt when you can jump that high and you're that big? It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, every muscle on his body is perfectly in sync and symmetrical, and it's so easy to tear your knee if you have disproportionate muscle strength in your legs or whatever when you weigh that much, and he doesn't. He never gets hurt. He did get hurt this year. It was a fluke. It was just an ankle injury, but regardless, when LeBron James says in his tweets like he did that... He is the master of knowing what your body can do and can't do. He's right. He's not. That's not a bloviating statement. He is absolutely the best, the master of that. Well, the NBA has clapped back, as the kids say. Oh, let's. And go. they said injury rates were virtually the same this season as they were during the 2019-20, while starter level and all-star players missed games due to injury at similar rates as the last three seasons. Does that make sense? Did I read that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. It's just... um, So maybe not the top players were injured in those other seasons to make it seem more obvious. You have to... The the NBA is such a long year. We're talking about 82 games in the regular season and then another potential 25 games in the playoffs. The season lasts for more than half of the calendar year. To be able to be performing your best at the end of that season, you need to have the... It takes a formula to get there. And I I don't know. I I, I think that regardless of if it's the, the injury rates are similar or not, it is the truth that the season from last year with the bubble into this year, it was too close to each other. 61 days apart from the end of the finals to the beginning of the season. That's half of what they usually get. It's not a coincidence that all the teams that played in the bubble are all out. I mean that—that's the direct correlation. It's not even—they can say, okay, similar number of all stars, similar number of starters are hurt or whatever. All the teams that made it far in the bubble are out. Period. Why did they start earlier? They didn't start earlier. They went later. Ah, got it. Okay. And they actually started later as well. They just needed to get it in because they wanted the playoffs to be at the same time because that's what their TV contract is. So right now the playoffs are when they normally would be. Yeah. Okay. The playoffs just went so much longer last year. Okay. LeBron's right. He's always right. I mean, I love LeBron. You know that. LeBron for president. Wow. I don't know if 
your listeners can handle that. I mean, yeah, isn't that the truth? <laughs> God. I mean, yeah, we're not going to go down that road. Okay. Who doesn't know sports? Carolyn joining us. It's Nuanas Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television. What else you got? What is going on with the Edmonton Oilers? I have no clue. You tell me. Because I was at TJ Maxx yesterday. <laughs> And they, well, they have had all this Edmonton Oilers, all this Edmonton yeah. Oilers stuff. And I'm yeah. like, are they, is this all like, are they going down? Are people here in Missoula really big fans? Is it a regional thing? It's, uh, where is Edmonton? It's up near Calgary. They have a great mall. It is? Yeah. Edmonton's near, because Calgary is the closest NHL city right. to us. Edmonton is like an hour or two from Calgary. That's oh. the birthplace of my father, Edmonton. Mm, wow. Um, is it cool? They have this awesome mall that has an ice skating rink inside right, right. and a roller coaster. Is it like the largest mall in the world? It's one. Of, I mean, there's the Mall of America. Right. Then I think, yeah, hmm. it's huge. Interesting. And in the 80s, that was the scene. The mall. Oh, my God. My dad would be like, when you come visit, we're going to go to the Edmonton Mall. And I would be so excited. God, we used to clown around at the mall so much. Drop oh, us off yeah. at the mall. Oh, yeah. The mall's the best. So much trolling. Um, So you don't know what's going on I with the Edmonton Oilers. I have no Oilers. idea. Okay. I did see all that gear there, though. Yeah. Well, I don't know why that, just that team, though. Weird. I know. Um, I'll do a follow-up on that because I know everyone's on the edge of their seat. Well, I wondering. can't wait. I can't wait to hear what sort of feedback the TJ Maxx employees give you. Yeah. I'm sure they'll know all about it. Okay. What else you got? I got nothing. I can't believe her name's Majestic Storm. It's classic. It's great. Uh, we have a new television in our studio, so I get to watch SWX. Including when I'm on it live, which is very bizarre. Watching my own self on live TV Ooh. is terrible. I need yeah. to actually stop. Yeah. But we need it in here for quality control so Tommy can help with the graphics and, and uh, you know, make sure we're on the TV and all that good stuff. So, uh, regardless, Majestic does a great job, so I shouldn't I shouldn't tease her. It is just amazing that there's a meteorologist who has the name Majestic Storm. It's couldn't be more it perfect. It couldn't be more perfect. And we've had some Majestic Storms over the last few weeks, so... I mean, the thunder has been majestic, yeah, to it, say the least. I hope the lightning is not coming. We don't need any fires. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing this weekend? Soccer? Well, Soccer's over. Soccer is over as of tonight. Finally. We have a big game tonight with the boys versus the girls. Oh, boy. And it is going to be hilarious because they're all 11 or 12, and there'll be a lot of giggling and, you know, embarrassing embarrassment. It's going to be super funny. <laughs> and then soccer is done at least till August. Hallelujah. So, and then uh, Ben will be board hopping Friday night. So, you know, I'll just be sitting around waiting for him to finish up. So, Paddleheads, if you could play a shorter game mm. Friday so I could get some sleep, that would be great. Well, they've been they've been rolling these last couple of games. So, maybe you'll, maybe you'll be in luck. Either way, enjoy your weekend. Carolyn, thanks so much for stopping by. Thanks for having me. Check it out. No sports. We do this each Thursday with our good friend Carolyn here on Nuanas Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula. Statewide Television, SWX Montana TV. Speaking of SWX Montana, the Billings Royals in the midst of a rally. That's what you're watching if you're watching SWX Montana. We are not on there today. They got a broadcast of the Great Falls Chargers versus the Billings Royals. The Royals, four-run rally in the bottom of the seventh to tie the game at 4-4. So, exciting game going on. If you want to tune in to some American Legion baseball, it'll be very good. Uh, it is a great game, so go check it out. Thanks so much to Carolyn for swinging by like she does each and every Thursday. A lot of stuff going down. I actually hung out with one of my old journalism school colleagues last night, and we were talking all things NBA, and he was giving me some predictions in terms of the coaching carousel in the NBA. He knows his stuff. 
one of them came true today. We'll tell you more about that, plus give you some analysis on the upcoming playoff games, specifically the Milwaukee Bucks and the Brooklyn Nets, right here on Nuwana's Now, 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Nuwana's Now on ESPN Radio. Hey, it's producer Tommy from Nuwana's Now. Did you know you don't even need a radio to listen to Nuwana's Now? You can watch Nuwana's Now all around the state of Montana on SWX Television, Channel 199 on Charter or 23.3 on Terrestrial Television. Plus, you can stream every minute of Nuwana's Now live on YouTube. Tune into the stream on 1029ESPN.com or find ESPN Missoula on the TuneIn Radio app. Four to six weekdays on 1029 ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Tommy man? No, dude. This is old. This is good black keys from good the record 2008 attack and release. I was a freshman in high school when this came out. And wow. this is the modern uh dark side of the moon, uh, if you ask me. And, <laughs> wow. and 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 what Black Keys is doing now, forget about it. This record from start to finish is worth every music award there is to have. I go check this out. Attack and release, black keys. Gotta love it. Tommy on the controls. Coulter Nuanez on the mic. It's 1029 ESPN Missoula. You're listening to Nuanez now. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hope you're having an awesome Thursday. We're broadcasting to you live from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Happy to have Northwest Motorsport as the presenting sponsor of our ESPN Missoula studio. I was down there today. Their slogan, trucks, trucks, and more trucks, they ain't lying. They say they got the highest and uh, largest inventory in all of the Northwest. They're serious. They have so many cars and trucks down there at Northwest Motorsports. So go check out at Northwest Motorsport right there on the corner of Stevens and Mount. Uh, great new place in town with a tremendous amount of inventory. A great regional stamp. And they, if they don't have it on the lot, they can definitely get it for you because they have dealerships all over the Northwest. So happy to have Northwest Motorsport involved with us here at Nuanez now. I was... Uh, Hanging out with some old college buddies last night. Uh, and I have several sets of, of college buddies because I, I was friends with a lot of the athletes uh, when I was in college. A couple of my best friends 
Um, growing up, ended up playing for the Grizz, which then led me a, great, a bunch of great friendships amongst the Grizz football team. And then I had another group of friends that were uh, all the guys I lived with that were sort of my party and hangout friends. And then I also had all my journalism friends. So I reunited with some of my good buddies from the Montana Cayman last night. It was great to see all of them. But to Bill Orem, who uh, now works for The Athletic, he uh, covers Los Angeles Lakers. We were talking all about the NBA and uh, just the coaching carousel and the way that it might work out and, and some of the openings that have happened and that might happen. But he was predicting that Rick Carlisle would resign with the Dallas Mavericks. Well, that happened. Rick Carlisle indeed did resign earlier today. And uh, that removes two key figures from Dallas Mavericks basketball. Rick Carlisle was the uh, coach of the team back when Dallas won the championship 2010-2011 season. Donnie Nelson, who's been an executive for more than 25 years in Dallas, uh, also was, uh, I, I guess he sort of resigned too, sort of forced out. But he's no longer with the franchise. So it appears that they're setting this thing up in sort of a LeBron James scenario where they have this transcendent, once-in-a-generation talent in a guy like Luka Doncic. And I expect Dallas to let Luka call his shot or at least have a, a pretty good say in who the next Dallas Mavericks coach might be. Carlisle said, quote, after a number of in-person conversations with Mark Cuban, who's the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, over the last week, today I informed him that I will no longer be returning as the head coach of the Dallas Mavericks. This was solely my decision. My family and I have had an amazing 13-year experience working with great people in a great city. So we will see where Dallas turns, but... Carlisle on the open market, I don't think he's going to be done. He still, I think, has some years left in him. Depending on what happens with Brad Stevens in Boston, um, depending on what happens with a variety of the others. I mean, uh, Stan Van Gundy was fired in in New Orleans the other day. Uh, So Zion Williamson will likely be in a situation as well to have a big influence, if not handpick his next coach. But Rick Carlisle is a great coach, and he, he has done great things. He's won a championship, and uh, he's always been solid. So you wonder where he might hen- end up. But I do think that he's not quite done. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, it'll be interesting to watch the coaching carousel in the NBA turn. The news of the day out of the NBA yesterday was LeBron James making a statement saying that uh, he sort of predicted the rash of injuries that would beset NBA rosters because of the short turnaround from last year's season into the bubble and then into this year's shortened but also truncated and also uh, backed up season. And nine NBA All-Stars that were on playoff teams have missed playoff games, so that has fully uh, come to fruition. And it will have an impact on the game tonight. The Milwaukee Bucks face an elimination game against the Brooklyn Nets. It's 6.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. It'll be on ESPN Television. We'll have the Missoula Paddleheads game here on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Uh, first pitch about 7.05, so stay tuned for that after Nuanez now. But this is a huge game on both sides. Brooklyn taking care of business could get them a little bit of extra rest. There are uh, both James Harden, who has been in and out of the lineup. Kyrie Irving has just been flat out of the lineup. So what's their status? Uh, an extra day of rest could get them back into the fold and maybe back into um, playing alongside Kevin Durant. But also, the Nets might not need those guys because Durant has been so good. It's my opinion that Kevin Durant is 
good enough, even though I'm not a big fan of his. I think he's an elite enough player and elite enough scorer. And if you have him, you have a chance, particularly with the remaining playoff field. There is no LeBron James in this field. There is no Stephen Curry. There is no Damian Lillard. I think that Kevin Durant is the best player remaining in the NBA playoffs, and that could and should be enough, even if those other two superstars don't return. And in a lot of ways, I actually think it gives you a better uh, chance only because you are um, you have a go-to guy. You don't have to share the ball. Those guys all are isolation-type scorers. They all need the ball in their hands. So when they don't have the ball, that's not a, a, a it's it's a it's a negligible effect on the game. And so I think that. If you have Durant, that might be enough. So the return of those guys might not even be essential if the Nets want to make a run at the playoffs. That is the only game tonight. Tomorrow, a couple games, the Philadelphia 76ers had a meltdown the other night. They blew a 26-point lead to the Atlanta Hawks. It was not pretty. And now they face elimination. And this is one of those elimination games that has repercussions afterwards if they were to lose it because... Right. Philadelphia, the number one seed in the East. They certainly should have been the favorites in the series against the Hawks, but they find themselves trailing 3-2. to two. And the entire roster construction is based around two guys. Joel Embiid, who was great this year, the runner-up for the NBA MVP this uh, last regular season. And he's been good in the playoffs, but he has been in and out with a knee injury. And the other guy, Ben Simmons. And Ben Simmons uh, as, continues to be one of the best, if not the best, on-ball defenders in the NBA. He is a menace defensively. His athleticism and his size is literally second to none. I mean, he is truly 6'10", and he can guard anybody. That said, he's become a full and utter liability because he cannot shoot, and he is so bad at the free throw line. This is an unbelievable statistic. Ben Simmons has missed 45 free throws in this playoffs alone. That is 10 more free throws than the entire Atlanta Hawks team has missed. Ben Simmons has missed 45 free throws. The Hawks have missed 35. The Suns as a team have missed 29. And the Nets as a team has missed 22. So he has missed twice as many free throws as the Brooklyn Nets in the just this playoffs. That's crazy. Simmons is also the first player this season, uh, first player ever, excuse me, regular season or playoffs to miss 10 free throws in a game. Missing 10 free throws in a game. That is unreal. I don't know how that's even possible, but he did it uh, last night, 4-14. And so uh, it's not good, and and I do think that this is a result where if Atlanta knocks out Philly, it's the same thing with the Clippers and the Jazz, although the Clippers did take care of business last night, which means they are up 3-2. to two. That is, If they can advance, I think that they, they'll try to keep that construction, that roster together. But if Philadelphia loses and gets knocked out before the conference finals, that might be good night. That might be all she wrote for the Philadelphia 76ers. They might have to blow that thing up. I know it's only year one under Doc Rivers, but they've had Embiid and Simmons for a, a, a long time now. And so I just think that Simmons will be the expendable portion of this uh, if if he continues to struggle. And I don't. I mean, he's already struggled to a point where I do think if he had to pick between one of the two, Simmons or Embiid, you absolutely pick Joel Embiid and then try to build a roster around him. That's what I would do anyways. But I do think if Philadelphia is abruptly eliminated, it could be the writing on the wall for the 76ers. So a huge game tomorrow, but also a huge game tonight because I do think that Milwaukee is also facing an elimination game that has similar ramifications. If they lose that game, uh, who knows what they do. I mean, Giannis Antetokounmpo is obviously the centerpiece and who they want, but Mike Budenholzer might be on the hot seat, and we might be seeing some changes in Milwaukee as well.
More on the NBA uh, in the second hour of this show, but hour one is now in the books. Hour two coming at you. We're going to start off with Katie Bussey, one of my favorite players I've ever covered at Montana State, an outstanding former player for the Bobcats. She is back at her alma mater about a decade later as a member of Trisha Benford's staff for the women's basketball program. She'll join us right off the top, and then about 520, Justin Angle, a business angle. He'll also swing by. Keep it right here. It's 1029 ESPN Missoula. You're listening to Nuanez Now. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 